Twins, it's Trevor, it's Avery, it's Pat, it's the Citywide Special. The Phillies are one win away from another trip to the NLCS after an offensive outburst in Game 3 against the Atlanta Braves. The Phillies hit six home runs in the game, while Aaron Nola gives a stellar performance on the mound. Can the Fightins wrap up the series Thursday against Spencer Strider? The Eagles win again to improve to 5-0 on the season in what may have been their most impressive game thus far. The defense locks down Matthew Stafford in the second half, while Jalen Hurts' explosive running finally returns to the offense. The Birds take on the Jets on Sunday. The Flyers start their season Thursday night against the Blue Jackets. And will James Harden actually begin the season playing real basketball for the Sixers? All that and more coming up right now. How's it going, fellas? Pretty good. Can't complain. You know what I mean? We're back here on another lovely Wednesday night. Um, had a great day Sunday with you two lads here and a plethora of other friends for a great uh, great outing to celebrate my birthday, but also the Eagles and, and all that jazz. But yeah, riding high. We got Eagles win. Phil's got a big dub. We're out of here tomorrow to go to Hawaii. So I can't be any higher than I am right you're now. Saying, you said we're yeah, out of well, here. Well, like... Anyway, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, the pot, the yeah. pot's going, yeah. going oh, out yeah. to Hawaii, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. We go on Oahu up in this. Yo, what's uh, what are you most excited about with your trip? Honestly, just shutting down from work. I mean, true. Never been to Hawaii like that, but probably do a little surfing. Probably just chill at the beach for a little bit. Really, the spam too. I'm into like trying out all the different spams they got there. So yeah, good seafood. So I hear. Yeah. I never been. So I'm pumped, man. Trevor, I'm when pumped. you went to Hawaii, what you enjoy the most? Um. The uh, well, like the actual ocean is really awesome. Like, I mean, no, no knock on the uh, on our own Atlantic Ocean, but <laughs> I'll say the Pacific Ocean is like very, especially if you're. I don't know if it's just because you're that far out and there's just like not as much like pollution and shit around or whatever. It's like a you know, but like you look out the ocean in Hawaii, it's like it looks like uh, you know the way the ocean looks like in like a fucking cartoon or something. It's just like <laughs> totally blue. Sky is amazing. Like, yeah, the whole like environment's really cool. Um, and if you drive a little further out or whatever, there's all these like crazy like mountains and stuff. It's just all the uh, the whole landscape is like really fucking awesome. And then yeah, there was some I did have some good seafood there as well. Um, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, when I was there, I was like busy doing uh wedding stuff because I was like the best man of the wedding, so I was going to rehearsal stuff and pictures and all this other kind of shit. But uh, very cool place. Yeah, it kind of sounds like Puerto Rico, like island in the Atlantic, just kind of far from the contiguous 48 where pollution and vile things mm-hmm. live, just uninhabited by just greasy, disgusting people like the rest of uh, our coastal beach towns and cities. But yeah, Puerto Rico, ocean temperatures in like the low to mid 80s felt like yeah. a bath, man, just playing Playing football with coconuts on the beach. <laughs> Shout out who was in that car. Hannah, Hannah, and Nikki, I think, and someone else was there. We were playing football with coconuts on the beach. Beautiful weather, beautiful, beautiful people, great food, mountains, rainforests. You're in for a good time, man. Oh, yeah, and I shout out wait. to you. Happy birthday. I appreciate that. Thank you, fellas, for celebrating this weekend. It was Cheers. great. That was a fun time. The Eagles Look also helped us celebrate with the big win there. Um, I'll tell yeah, you, man. Not in for a good time is me and my hernia. <laughs> oh, is that official? You got a hernia now? Uh, well, yeah. Last Wednesday was uh, my. I went to like my primary doctor, and he was like, "Yeah, this is a hernia." So now I got to go to the hernia guy, like a week from like on Tuesday. 
And what then I guess, guess from there, they'll probably schedule me for surgery, man. I swear, I've been or... under the knife too many times in the past few years. It's kind of becoming ridiculous. Yeah, I've never like, been under the knife. Dude, it, it's like, I mean, it's fine. It's whatever. But uh, at, le- at least the best part is at least I've, like, hit my deductible for the year. So I don't have to worry about some <laughs> crazy <laughs> hospital bill that's after this cool. one. So, like, Hell that's, yeah. like, the least, the most, the, the shittiest part is out of the way. So that's not bad. But I'll tell you, man, I, like, I just want to cut my head off and put it onto a robot body, dude. Yeah. Just How'd you get the hernia? I don't know. I don't know if I was doing anything in particular. It just, uh, That's I don't scary. Know, I just noticed it. I don't like that. I had one before, like, years ago, like, when I was in college on the other side. Now I have it on, like, the uh, other, yeah, so, so it's, it's like supposed to just uh, be... Reoccurring kind of... Yeah, at least it's not, like, in the same spot. That would have been fucked up if, like, the, you know... But and that shit's what, like, right near your belly button? One I have is, like, well, it was funny. I did have also one, when I had the first time, I had it, like, lower abdomen and then also belly button. I didn't Jeez. know that I had it in the belly button because oh. I didn't really feel anything there. But they were like, yeah, I got one there, too. So, like, yeah, I don't know, man. My intestines are just all, like, fucked up and <laughs> just, they're like, always uh, being a problem. Marley and me, you know what I mean? When that stomach yeah. gets all twisted and shit. Yeah, I just want to. soon. I just want to. Be uh, you got to become an android. Yeah, I just yeah. want to have like a like a Gundam body, like just my head. That'd be pretty cool on a Gundam. Yeah. Next week we're all three, it's just you, fat, and then a Gundam sitting here in this chair. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be mad about it. That'd be cool to have a friend that was a Gundam. No one would mess with you. Yeah. You'd have a Gatling gun you could just attach to your arm. Yeah. yeah. You're like, are oh, you talking around. shit? Yeah, I just I would I'd be like walking down K and A three in the morning. Be like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, a, I'm a gun, man. No one's fucking, no one's fucking with I me right to now. Get here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a could, laser sword. I got cannons. You'd have a jetpack on your back, bro. You Hell could yeah, fly, dude. dude. If that was an option. Hey, man. Like they bring you in, they bring you in for surgery, and they're like asking you, like, okay, so you want like general anesthesia, and uh, um, you know, your insurance does actually cover uh, Gundam conversion. That'd be great <laughs> surgery. <laughs> Oh, I, w- I would say we're not too far from it because you know we, I, mean, we I feel like the rich future. people rich pe- like rich people are i mean i've always had this well it's funny because there's that thing now with like uh the Neuralink thing that like it's just some elon musk thing so it's probably yeah. just gonna it's just gonna be like a bunch of rich people like giving mm-hmm. themselves brain tumors by trying to become like superman or whatever but that is like my one of my big uh fears is that um like rich people are just going to be able to have you know, put put like computer chips in their brain and shit, and just turn themselves into like super beings and. And fuck know. that shit. Yeah, we're not too far from that either, and yeah, yeah. Unfortunately for us, us plebeians, we're not gonna be able to afford it. Yeah, we're just gonna be uh, just raw dogging it with our regular brains. You know, I don't, I don't know if that. I would want that though. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to. I don't mind a little. I don't. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like the AI stuff. At least you know yeah. the. The writers, the writers guild, the, you know, got their win over the the AI. So hopefully, barely, uh, we won't have to deal with any, uh, you know, superhuman computer chip people either. Yo, AI is going to become malevolent, dude. AI is going to come to get us someday. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Like haven't like I mean, it's funny the AI thing because it's like haven't you you know people debating about this stuff. It's like, buddy, have have you seen like a single movie about robots? Right. <laughs> they're all about how they're bad. Don't you know? Them. Come on. It is apparently good for uh, writing like a cover letter, though. That, yeah, that uh, that I think is good because that's like the most bullshit thing you have to like writing a cover letter for for jobs is just uh, such a 
Pointless exercise. Kind of different. That's yeah, becoming a, obsolete anyway, though. Too. Yeah. To be honest with you, anybody has like not in the grand scheme of things, cover letters aren't they're a thing in the past. They're not as prevalent as they used to be. They're winding down. Yeah, I, don't know. I haven't had to. Thankfully, I haven't had to apply for a job in a long time. But when I did, it was like the most annoying thing about trying to like tweak it up slightly. Oh. Yeah. The worst. I remember the. I remember like accidentally sending the wrong one to places. Like I remember like applying for like a job at like a movie theater one time, and so I had like the same cover letter, and then at the end, it's like then this is why I think I would be a, a great yeah. addition to here your my, theater. And then fi- I sent that to some like insurance company <laughs> or something. <laughs> I was like, oh, whoops. <laughs> but um, yeah, fuck that. Anyway. Uh, you know, robots may, may, uh, you know, be the death of humanity in the near future, but in the here and now, the Phillies are one win away from the NLCS, baby. Ring the bell, motherfucker. Hell yeah. Yo, we gotta do these shots of 99 bananas, man. Yeah, I guess we do. the victory. Yeah. Who's doing that long boy? I guess I'll do the long boy. He don't got work tomorrow. Ah, there you go. All right. All right. One one away. One yep. one away. Here we go now. Atlanta can kiss my ass, Dang. dude. Fuck blooper. <laughs> Y'all beginning to get my get like me. That's what your second shot of ninety nine bananas in three days, four days. Four. It's in Sunday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, that's yeah. my third in five days, four days. <sighs> yeah. I don't plan on making a habit of it, but <sighs> yeah. No. Well, if we well, win again tomorrow, you got to go out somewhere. Occasions. Yeah, I'll probably be at McCusker's. Yeah, I don't think they have it there. But anyway, whatever. We can talk about some fills. I don't know if we should start with Game 3, though. You want to start with just the series as a whole? The last time we talked sure. was yeah. Game 1 of the, the Wild Card series. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, as we saw, uh, who started us off with them? Uh, Wheeler, right? What, Game 1? Game that one. was Ranger. Ranger, I mean. Yeah. Ranger did a lot of a job. And the, the Marlins? No, no, I was talking about the Braves. Oh, yeah, yeah. We don't need to talk about the Marlins. I was saying we can just jump to talking about the Braves from game one. Ranger uh, did his thing, and the bats came alive. They did pretty well. I think that uh, Atlanta looked naturally sloppy after being off for about a little over a week or whatever it was. So I think you saw some of that rust come off here and there. But to be able to shut them out like that, too, as a whole team was electric. And then even going to the game two, to be honest, to get, what, 15 innings of shutout baseball against Mm -hmm. the best hitting team in the history of baseball. Can't argue. You can't really ask for anything more than that. Yeah. Yeah, I think game one for me, the the thing that stuck out most was that Topper managed his ass off, dude. Big time. Yeah. Like, Brian Snick, (laughs) there's, there's such a variance between the way that Snickers managed versus how... Toppers managed, and you saw in game one right away. Snickers' big, big move was to shuffle the, the best hitting lineup in baseball for no real reason, just because the Phillies have some lefties in their pen and the one is lefties stacked. Whereas Toppers' big move was, I'm going to pull Ranger after whatever, after, after, Four. not like even after, three and two thirds, yeah. but I'm not going to tell him that he only has a little bit. Because it's going to alter the way he pitches. I'm going to tell everyone else. I'm going to tell yep. the whole staff. I'm going to tell the pitching coaches. But I'm not going to tell them because I don't want it to be in his mind. Yep. So then fast forward to three and two-thirds innings into the game. Goes to pull Ranger. Ranger's crying. I know you were complaining about Ranger crying in the dugout. <laughs> but uh, 
Topper made the right call going to the bullpen there. Trusted yeah. his guys. And not only did he trust them, but he just deployed them so strategically. Yeah. One after the other, after the other, after the other. It got hairy at times, but you never really felt like the Phillies were going to lose that game just because had full-on faith in Topper. Yeah, it's it, it's cool to see him be able to do that because I feel like, uh, you know, regular season and just kind of like his Topper's like general vibes that he kind of reminds you more of like a – a little more of like a Charlie Manuel that's just going to be, be more of a player's coach, like let his guys go, like not like do this like overmanaging stuff. But like when it comes to the playoffs, like you kind of do need to like switch into that mode because like, you know, every game is so important. You don't have, you can't be worrying about like saving your bullpen or doing all this other stuff. So, yeah, I think it's pretty impressive how he can kind of just like turn the switch and, you know, convert into playoff topper. And like you know, really, uh, really manage that bullpen very uh, precisely. Well, and that's what got us through last year, right? I mean, last year yeah. we had no. I mean, we were happy to be in the playoffs, you know, and we had the whole head coaching change and all that shit. And Topper came in, and we got rid of Girardi, and then the team came alive, and they were getting a little mojo going in there. And we were like, all right, well, we got the wild card. Like, we're happy with this, and then we kept going further and further. But there was some probably magic in there within that lineup that we didn't see as we are now because we expect the team to play that they're playing at. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, it is amazing to see his, you know, kind of stalwart, very calm, cool and collective. Every time they cut to him, we could be up even today up, you know, 10 to two, whatever it was, had the same look. It was when we were down one, nothing like he doesn't, yeah. doesn't falter. doesn't change. I think game one, you know, we were happy with a split. But you take that first game, too, it just, like a vacuum, takes the fucking life right out of that whole team. And, yeah, I mean, Topper is an amazing amazing coach right there in that sense that he knows he trusts his guys. I think that we haven't seen this since Charlie Manuel where the players oh, feel no. they feel the trust, though. You yeah. know what I mean? like they feel the actual, like, yeah, okay, fine. It is my job to go out there and do this or whatever. Like, you know, you got Orion coming in here. You got... All these other young cats playing, stepping up. He's got two rookies playing out there, left and center field half the time, you know, having to yeah. play. And that's huge. And whether or not it's because of a, a pitching matchup or whatever, but, you know, they play great defense, and that's all they need them to do. We don't need you to hit. You're at 8 and 9 or whatever it is. But eventually you could be able to make a big play, and, and that will be okay. But all we need you to do is go out there and play good fielding. You're good to go. And I think shout out to those young bucks out there in the field that are just lighting it up. And it all goes back to Topper. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the thing, right? Is he just displays full-on trust in each and every one of his guys. To your point, yeah, we haven't really had that since Charlie Manuel. We had Ryan Sandberg, who threw his players under the bus. <laughs> yeah. We had Pete McCannon, who like I feel like was a player's manager, but just didn't really have any players to, to work with. Yeah. Not really his fault. Um, but he was never in these positions for that reason. We had Gabe Kapler, who was... <laughs> kind of clueless when he was here even though again i do feel like he pulled too soon though all the time yeah i feel like gabe got the short end of the stick but also yeah he would try to extract too much value out of his players mm -hmm. and in the end i think it would just rub some of his players the wrong way and then uh we had joe girardi who was the doc rivers of baseball just throw his players <laughs> yes. under the bus and lie to the so media all bad. the time and just would never take accountability for anything so for to go from Joe Girardi to, to Topper that just like owns his decisions, 
trusts his players, gives them their props when it's due. It's probably like night and day, and you can see just the way that the team and the players and really coaching staff, fans, front office, everyone responds to it. Yeah, so that was game one. I mean, you know, game one was huge. Game two, obviously, you know, I think that... Hold up, the other thing from game one, that double play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Play of the year. We can't not talk about that. Like, that was a big spot in the game. I think, what, Kirkering had walked whoever he was facing. I think it was Acuna. He walked on four pitches, like... Yeah, you could tell, like, the adrenaline wasn't there when he came back out for the eighth. And you're thinking, oh, shit, here comes their uh, their big boys. Here comes... Top Whoever, of the lineup coming yeah. in. Here comes Olsen. Yep. I think it was Riley. Here comes Olsen. You're like, oh, shit. But then, sure enough, man, get that double play. I think it was Alvarado. Who induced the double play? Strom? Um, I think it might have been Strom, yeah. Yeah, Strom induces the double play. Trey Turner, hell of a play to field that ball. Yeah. Flip it to Stott Stock. It's a lot of mustard on that throw, man. Then Harper... Doesn't drop it. I was afraid he was going to drop yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was like butter on bread on that play. But that's the team. Like they gel when they're they have a good vibe to them. They know what they got to do. You know what I mean? Hell of a play that way. But to that point with with Trey Turner though, game two. Yeah, we can move to game two now. You know, yeah. game two. Trey Turner was a pretty much again. It's weird that you see Trey Turner do some not stupid. And again, you know, in the in the. In the moment when you're watching it, you don't see all the little intricacies. But yes, if the ball hits like the grass to the turf or what the grass to the dirt, it's hard to tell if it bounces a bad bounce or whatnot. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I get that. But um, just kind of either people were just trying too hard to win two. I was happy going into that series to split. I figured we would win one of them. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But the fact that they tried so hard to win that second game <laughs> to the point where I think that they got unfocused was sad to me. You know what I mean? Like you have Harper I and I get, you know, the base running. I understand that you think he might overshoot it. And it's a hell of a catch. For sure. You know what I mean? But like at the same time, bottom of the ninth, you gotta, or top of the ninth, you gotta figure out like, you gotta know where you're at in the game. You know, they came back, they got the momentum, just relax real quick, settle down, you know, no sense in turning a double play into that. Um, Trey Turner, same thing, you know, Hitting the grass, just, yeah. you know, you can't. Have he had that, two errors in that game. You the can't first. have that. Yeah, he had one yeah. just a like ground ball that, that fucking, he kind of flubbed. Yeah, you can't do that fucking sexy slide every time a ball comes to you. Like you got to be able to like square up a little bit here and there. But you know, that's all right. I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it was blowing that second game was super frustrating. But at the same time, it was kind of just like, uh, you know, we won the game we were supposed to lose and lost the game we were supposed to win. Right. Basically, how it went. We still got the split. Same way it went last year. Yeah. We yeah, we yeah, we somehow squeak out a win against Strider in game one. And then uh yeah, I mean it was uh yeah, still I'm like I'm feeling good now that we're up two one, but like damn, like I still we <laughs> really hate had that, we that game too though. Yeah, you know, all those people left on base. I mean uh free just did not look good at all. No. We had we had several base runners on, just could not knock them home. Eleven men left on base. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was that's a killer. That was yeah. depressing right there. You know what I mean? Like you had a chance to seal the deal and at least get if you could yeah. it's not been... even like I mean, I don't even like really put that on like the bullpen blowing it or whatever. It's just like, yeah, it's the Braves. They're they're a juggernaut offense. Yeah. Like you can't you can't count on like scoring four runs and thinking you're going to win. Right. You, you know? also can't give them free outs like we did either. Right. Yeah, I think my biggest takeaway from game two was just 
we had a chance to step on their throat. Like, there were times during that game when we were up 4 nothing, where, like, the Braves players and, like, even Snicker, like, their body language is just like, oh, we're going to lose. This is it. They're taking it to us. You know, whatever it's called, Truist Park, sounded like a morgue, man. It sounded yeah. like a goddamn funeral. The fans weren't in it. No one was into it. That was our chance to really just stomp on them. Then I think it was, this is the first inning. Yeah, it was the first inning. Stott hit a roller with two men in scoring position. And I'm like, oh, man, we missed an opportunity to really just take yeah. it to them. Yeah. We could have broken them right yep. there. We Granted, we did get a few more runs. I mean, they had, the they had people up in their bullpen in the first inning. Like, we could have, like, knocked their starter out in the first inning if we had strung a couple more hits together. And then just the way that it ended was just such a shock because Castellanos hits that ball. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, is this about to take the lead? Yeah. Uh, Michael Harris makes an incredible catch. I can't be too mad at Harper. I I don't really think it was that bad of a... It's a tricky... That's what what we were saying earlier. Like, it's a tricky kind of dynamic where, like, you know, you obviously know where his head's at during the play, but, like, looking back at it now, it's easy to say that, like, oh, I wish he took that back, but, like... Yeah, it's that's... just like one of those things where it's like, yeah, we all, like Bryce Harper is a very aggressive base runner. We all know right. that, yeah. and it's like that's going to burn him sometimes. A lot of times, it's going to get you runs that you weren't going to get otherwise. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, you, you play you, to win you, the game, and you yeah. play to win the game. Yeah, play. no, I agree. Right. Like it's like if you, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're playing the odds in your head, it's like okay, like if he doesn't like go for it there, and um, you know, just kind of plays it safe, then it's like, okay, we have a runner on first and two outs now. Yeah. He played for the high Probably reel. not going to score. Like, yeah. uh, the odds are you're probably not going to score. Like, if you haven't seen a deep ball going to, out to the wall, you go for it. Yeah. yeah. I don't, like, I don't really fault him for it. It's, like, it's unfortunate. It's kind of an embarrassing way to end the game, but, like, you know, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really fault him for that. Yeah. I don't know, but I think if we're over game two, I think that, that trans- it's a good transition for game three, which was tonight. Yeah. Which I feel like, yeah, you know what, for sure, you know, he does that, and that's a great play, I think, from a Philadelphia fan base where you're like, you know what, I get it. You play to win a game, it's intense. You love love to see it. It's unfortunate that it happened that way. But then they go back to the locker room. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Someone starts chirping. Orlando Arcia. Arcia starts saying, yo, attaboy Harper, way to go. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then, boom, it gets out there. And today, they show up before the game. They're wearing their uh, Colorado primetime. You know what I mean? All the shirts coming up in that. And then today, Bryce Harper hits not one, but two dingers. You kidding me? And stares them down both times. Oh, that was like, yeah, <laughs> that's up there with the AI step over over yeah. Tron Lu in two thousand one. Man, just as an iconic moment. Yeah, dude, I feel like I feel Unreal. like even if even if something like that like didn't actually happen, they should just like manufacture that. Like after a bad loss like that, like they just, like one of the Phillies players should just like walk up to Bryce during the lock in the locker room and be like, "Yo, Matt Olson said you had a small dick. Did you yeah. fucking just, you know, say that shit?" <laughs> Did you hear himself about you yeah. a small dick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just like, yeah, start the warm beat, <laughs> yeah. man. Just like, just, just like implant those things in his head. Just, yeah. you know, just manufacture them. 
you know, like we always come at the NBA for being too dramatic, <laughs> but the NBA is really good at this manufactured just drama yeah. and beef. Like, I want to see that more in other sports. And like, who knows? Maybe we start to get it. Like, I made the point to you guys when we were watching the game. Like, you don't usually see a stare down like what Harper did no, <laughs> to Arcia in any other sport except the NBA. Twice did I have to? It's like, yeah, bring back more of the flair in baseball. And even Jimmy Rollins was saying on the post game, he's like, yeah, man, we needed that. We need these teams to hate each other. Yeah. It's like, yeah, so bring back baseball, that, man. like, yeah. competitive edge. That Yeah, I mean, someone pointed out that today was also the anniversary of the uh, uh, Pedro Martinez, like, uh, uh, <laughs> like decking uh, oh, Don Zimmer. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Like, oh, we yeah. need that kind, of, that kind of spiciness, you know? Yeah, shout out Pedro, man. He's a GOAT. Pedro rules. I will say though too, like with the Phillies and Raves too, like they, it is a, and the fact that they won the division in our own home stadium too, CBP, yeah, you know, all that shit, like they they don't they don't not think about that, and then you get the more locker room banter with that shit, and Bryce Harper goes off, hits not one but two, you know, two home runs, three RBIs, stares them down both times. The first one was a fucking absolute moonshot. Oh too. my god! Yeah. yeah, come on, Castellanos hits two. Yeah, Castellanos. I mean, the second one was a bomb too. They like hit. 449 we tied feet. the whole. A Harper has the most home runs ever in an NLDS series. Then you got, we tied, the whole MLB, for home runs. Yeah, in the post- six. Yeah, in the game. Come on now. They're ready. they're locked and loaded. Yo, what I will say, like, I don't know about y'all, but. I was nervous coming into this game. How'd you oh, feel? Yeah, I was, I was scared. I was sweating all the time. It was like you had to win. We had to win. It was like, yeah. I mean, because as much as like, I, I mean, I'm feeling good about tomorrow. I think we definitely can beat Strider. But like mm-hmm. if we were back against the wall, it's like I'd be thinking like we squeaked by him once. We're not going to do it again. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that they had to have this game. And like, I hope to fucking God they don't have to go five. But, um, you know, it is their ace. Is you know we got by him once. I'm not scared of him, but he is a really fucking good pitcher. So like I'm super relieved that we got this win. Um, I, you know if they if, if they had lost this game, I think we would have been Fuck. talking about how this is Fuck. pretty much over. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Like um, yeah, I'm glad that we won. I don't know that if we had lost, if it would have been over, right? Well, I guess because you just need to get that one, and then you got Wheeler on game five. Right, so. in, against Freed with his fucking blister. Right, yeah. Which, yeah. like, we had him on the ropes. We let him off the ropes. With that blister, it's going to take more than a few days for that to fully heal. He said he was fine today, though, too, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I don't know, man. Out, you know? He couldn't locate. The only thing he could locate worth a damn was his curveball. The only game he saw with a fucking finger, though, in baseball. I'm not gonna lie. That's yeah, your boy have, Derek Hall. Yeah. We don't have, time, we don't yeah. have time, no time for fingers here. No, we got no time for this bullshit. You kidding me? Well, the lace sits right on the blister, and it could burst. Fuck that shit. You get paid millions of bucks to throw a fucking baseball your whole life. You're okay. You sack yeah. it up. You'll be all right. I'll see them hands bleed. You'll figure it up. Yeah, I do you want to I mean? see that. Well, Come hopefully we don't see free because hopefully we beat them tomorrow. Yeah. With I hope we do. We fucking own his ass. Nah, I, don't, I, don't I hope shit. we win tomorrow with Strider's much ass ass on the mound. I mean, he was, he was the that. guy who was saying all that shit about how like there shouldn't even be fans in this. <laughs> Which like right. I think that was just him like fucking around, but still and like Pedro. I mean, there might as well not be fans in Atlanta. They don't do shit. There. Yeah, but Pedro did uh, say I, that. I was, like I was trying. That was trying to be crazy. How um you know they kept showing like replays of that last play from game two and being like, oh, you see how loud it is here? Like wow, like you know, 
uh, Truist Park's got to go. It's not just CVP. I was like, dude, that's the only fucking play of the game that they were doing that for. Like, it's not, ninth inning. Like, in CVP, it's like at the whole fucking dude, game. I've been to Sixers preseason games that are louder than that. Miss yeah. me with that. Yeah, it's, you know. Miss whatever. me with that. But the other I, thing I wanted to bring up, this is like, but like the whole this whole narrative that's been going on with the NLDS about how the playoff format is causing all these upsets and stuff. Bullshit. It's so ridiculous. I don't like soft ass teams. Yeah, and it's soft like, ass teams. It. I mean, it's like everyone just forgot what playoff baseball is, and now they're blaming it on like the format or something. It's like they they're. Top teams get upset all the time in Look baseball at the playoffs. 2011 Phillies. Yeah, or like the fucking two. Th- what was it? The 2001 Mariners who like set the record. They yeah. had like under 26 wins or something shit like that. Those those Oakland A teams in the early 2000s. Yeah. They never went anywhere. The yeah 2011 Philly. Like yeah, nothing is guaranteed. It's baseball. Nothing is guaranteed. Is who's high at the right time? And now because because they have this new playoff format, they're just like blaming this on the format and it's like buddy have you watched playoff baseball for the last like 20 years or whatever is it's ridiculous i don't think a lot of people have like baseball viewership was up this year yeah obviously shortening games eliminating the shift making the base larger making it more of an inviting game more of an entertaining game it's brought in a lot of new fans which is great but i do think some people are acting like all high and mighty They've been here before. They know what the game is. They don't know what the game is. Yeah. Like, uh, these aren't like, you know, it's not basketball. It's not like, you know. At the same time, though, like, I don't think that. Best like, team doesn't always win. I also don't think that a top seed is as warranted as it is in any other league that is in baseball, right? Like, I think that maybe there is a, a chance that Topper also is again on top of things where, you know, he lets his team slide a little bit maybe dip in the standings here and there and have to chase that wild card or that playoff spot. If you come in all season riding high, you win. Think about it. The Dodgers have won 100-plus games for the last four years, and they haven't made it to the NLCS yeah. at all. Do you talk yeah. about you a fraud-ass I mean? so like, team, man? But my the point, though, is that like you, have, you have them doing that. You have uh, the Padres doing that two years in a row with 100-plus wins. You know, they made – one NLCS, the Braves doing it again last year, couldn't get to the NLCS. The Phillies and most teams that get to the World Series aren't a hundred win team. hundred win team. It's it's why they so introduced that, the wild card format, right? But I think yeah. that like that's another thing of like Topper being like, listen, like let's get into a slump. If you guys want to get in a slump right now, fuck it, go for it. Play like I shit. I don't know if he's telling them. Maybe, maybe, listen, maybe. Hey, Trey, you know you guys, go commit 25 I, errors hey. this year. Go no, be hey. the worst defensive shortstop in baseball. I, you know what I'm saying, though? You know what I mean? Those, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, he's, Ed, 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 you know. But no, it's all about, it's all about getting in. There's no need and for. Being hot and it's all about facing adversity. But there's no need yeah. for a course correction in fucking May or April. You know, you could just relax, let them play it out. We'll get to the playoffs when we do get to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, remember, like. The way the season began, everyone, how everyone was talking about the fucking Rays. Oh, yeah. yeah. Over the season, like they 10 and 0. And well, yeah, haven't seen, haven't seen that fucking opening up, though, against Texas. That was, we saw that yeah, shit. Yeah, Texas scares yeah. me. If, we, if, if should we advance and they advance, either team in the AL between them, yeah. Houston, I'm pretty scared about, but we got to get there first. They yeah. had Texas up there. They had George Bush in the fucking Sandlot thing, whatever it is, and both our stars went down. Not one, but two. It would be pretty brutal to 
lose to both the Texas teams. Well, no, let's not let's not get ahead <laughs> yeah, of ourselves fuck here. That. Like we got so got another game and then a whole other series for any of that stuff. But so, do you all think we're gonna win tomorrow? Fuck yeah. I'm, I'm not, feeling good. Tomorrow being I think, Thursday. Time out now. Raise your hand if you're worried about scoring too many runs tonight. I, yeah, oh, I'm for a little sure bit. Yeah. 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 Bitch ass motherfuckers year, over here. They've Bitch done it ass. all year. No. Dude, Dude, every, they explode every and then time. get shut out the next no. way. Yeah. But I, I will do a shot tomorrow when I land in Hawaii if we don't win this game. Oh, I'll do a shot too. It'll be out of depression. But if we win, it's going to be a We're couple shots of 99 it's, bananas. It's game over. The fact that Str- you got the- you're pitching a- a- you're playing against a guy in Strider that said, "All right, if you could change one rule in baseball, we'd just shoot." He said, "Eliminate the fans." A, as an Atlanta fan, you should be embarrassed for that like, shit. And B, as a Philly fan, you should be even more like, "Well, buckle up, dickhead." You're like, welcome. yeah, I mean, even if that is just kind of a trolley, like jokey thing, like what a lame thing, right? Like, could you imagine if anyone on the Phillies was making a joke like that? No, we like, would kill them. Fuck, we he, would tell them not to come back yeah, to the team, dude. That's like be such dead. a Yo, weird. They'd be dead. What a weirdo. We'd order ten party buses and drive yeah. that asshole to the yeah, airport. What a yeah. weirdo. We'd, we'd stick out, him in a submarine and send him to the bottom of the ocean. We would dude. find out where he lived, find out where his parents live, and then tailgate up from their parents' house and party all night long. That's what we would do. That's yeah, what I would do. You can't have that mentality. Yeah. Get rid of the fans. This bitch ass is going to go down a bar. Are you kidding me? Against this lineup, Harper is locked the fuck in. Yeah, Every Har- time Harper Harper's, hit a home run. Harper smashed a dinger yeah. off him in game one. Harper hit, good. Two, he hit a dinger in game one. Two dingers tonight. Every time they pan back to him in the dugout, locked in. Cassianos came up to him after hitting the second home run. Unfazed. Yeah. He's like, let's get through this game. Let's get through this shit. We ain't worried about them. Yeah, so my take on tomorrow is, right, like, I think we're going to get to Strider. He ain't invincible. You've seen him getting all worked up at the umping game, too. Yeah. It's like, dude, show some goddamn composure. Act act like you've been there before. Yeah. So I think, and we saw last year, granted, he was kind of injured. He had that oblique strain. Yeah, he hadn't pitched in a while. Last year. (laughs) Bitch. Uh -uh. We've seen it last year. He gets rattled by our crowd. Also... don't fool us with the whole fucking, you know, we know you're a mustache motherfucker. Like, don't fool us with the whole little fake beard behind that shit. He's you're still cool, a fucking man. pussy. <laughs> Fuck that shit. He ain't Nice cool. mustache pussy. Mm-mm. Fuck yeah, this guy. Yeah, I He's think, done. I think we get to him. I think Harper goes yard again. A two-run bomb. Um, I think Ranger pitches well his first time or two through the order. Then we just see Topper just... Managing the hell out of the game. Yeah, and they get to save some managing. of their good arms tonight. Alvarado didn't need to pitch tonight. Uh, Kimbrell, Cousin Kimbrell didn't need to pitch tonight. Yeah, Cousin Jeff. Yeah, we're I think all, Schwarber we're starts all, it off uh, with a home run. That'd be great. He needs to get off the Schneider yeah. a little bit. He's been. I think um, he starts it off with a home run, first inning. Bang, yeah, he hasn't been great run. this series. It seems like he's getting on top of the ball too much, just pounding yeah. the ball into the ground. You know. Yeah, or he's just out in front too much. It was kind of a combination. Yeah. Well. It's, you can see it with like where Nola changed up in the postseason, where regular season he was looking to the right a lot at the other pitch. And Trevor and I were saying that before the podcast, where like uh, he was looking to the right to the pitch clock. But if he looks oh, to yeah, the left, this out to more toward the Phillies dugout, then he squares up more and he finds the strike zone better. Yeah. And he's been doing that. They said that on the broadcast. Well, I think yeah, maybe fact, people yeah. pitching to Schwarber have realized, like, all right, well, this. He ain't getting on base anyway. If he does, he's not a threat, so like, it doesn't matter. Where he's definitely, to your point, topping the ball off a lot more. But I think it's because pitchers are pitching him a little bit differently than he's used to seeing. 
Yeah. So I'd be interested to see what what uh, Strider does tomorrow, but I, I wouldn't still... say Schwarber's not a threat. He got us a free taco last year when he stole a base in the World Series, and we've been running on the Braves a lot. Game one, definitely five stolen bases, dude. Game two, we ran. I'm they not... don't do a good job with the running game. I'm not Strider saying, especially. I'm not saying that it's that the Braves are inept to stolen bases. I'm just saying that Schwarber, like, if you want to contain Schwarber, put him on base. Let him get a double. Let him get a single. Like he ain't gonna steal. He ain't gonna like it, I, if he I think does. Schwarber gets a stolen base before my the point playoffs. Though is are that, like done. it's a more it's a more lo- like elongated run. It's better saying. than having him hit a dinger, I suppose. But yeah, that's all I'm saying. Because if if you if you let him start off the game with a dinger, oh that crowd's oof. That's all I'm saying. It's game over. Yeah, you'd yeah. rather him get a double or a single. Like okay, figure it out. You know, that's all. Yeah, but anyway, I think we win tomorrow seven to. Four? Yes. Oh, I have seven to five written down. Seven to four. I changed my mind. I think we win seven to four. Harper goes yard. Bullpen does its thing. I think Suarez does give up a couple runs, but it doesn't even matter, man. We're at home. We're going to get in Strother's mustache, little head. And uh, I don't know. The Braves' body language toward the end of that game didn't really indicate that they think they have much of a chance against them. I got no vibes, man. You've seen. I'm going to say four, three. Ooh, I, ooh, that was what I was gonna say. Ugh. Four three. Oh, yeah, four. I think it's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be close. I think Tight it's gonna game. be uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, close, I might shit myself. An ugly, dude. an ugly bullpen. I think game. it's gonna be like you know, like game one where it was like we did it, we did the job, but it was fucking excruciating. I think <laughs> like, our crowd gives us a lift. I think that we get a yeah, lot of maybe, solo but... home run shots, and I think that they they get a lot of sloppy play by our defense. I think it's gonna be a lot of like a single home run from Harp from uh, Schwarber. Maybe JT will hit one, whoever else. But I think it's going to be a lot of like uh, single shots and then sloppy base running, like sloppy play for our defense. Oh, and shit. Base, I think it's a small I ball game. I can't take for the another Braves. game like that, dude. It's going to happen. Red October is, oof, I've aged five years. Yeah, that's rough, I told dude. you all the other day, I gained three pounds. Yeah. <laughs> see, I was losing weight, dude. They, they can see them titties. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I kept losing weight, man. Red October, I've been drinking almost every day. I've been eating like shit more. I've still been working out, but it doesn't even matter. I've been all anxious during the games, eating popcorn, chocolate, bags mm. of potato chips. Stress eating. Damn, don't tell me with a good time. Dude, Relax. it's been a lot, man. So I'm going to have to do that again tomorrow. Definitely. Oh. And it's only, what's today, Wednesday? Uh, Tomorrow's Thursday. Alright, what did the end? Yeah. Uh, uh, Alright, well, I guess I'll deal with it. But, I think then, beyond that, well, which, I, you said what? 7 I to what? I said 7-5. I said 4, four Maybe th- both are 4-3. 5-4. 4-3, yeah, whatever, whatever fucking thing is, yeah. Same thing. Well, I think beyond that, then, the Phillies are wrapped up. Nah, not yet. I want to throw some shade at the Braves fans. Hmm. Throwing bottles on the field. Oh, yeah. Cans and bottles. These All trash the, ass fans. People people disrespect Don't us. <laughs> yeah. I said us. <laughs> yeah, but you I almost got kicked out of an Eagles game too before now. <laughs> Don't get that twisted. You should have been at, doesn't count though. You should have we'll been say. at Monster Jam when I blacked out. Mm-hmm. I threw up in the parking lot after eating a rotisserie chicken. You should have been there. Mm, that was the, probably... ori- the original rotisserie chicken guy. Yep, that's yeah. me, man. <laughs> I, I was the, the rotisserie chicken guy before that man was eating them on Walmart's One pier. down, 39 to go. Man, I didn't eat 39. <laughs> I ate one and puked it all up at the, at the tailgate for Monster Jam. But that's Damn. neither here nor there. 
they're making a big deal about us throwing snowballs at Santa in 1967 when most Philly sports, I shouldn't say most, but a good chunk of us weren't even alive. I would say most. Yeah. I think even of the fewer active... of us were at that game. Yeah. Like our parents weren't there. Your it's like your dad might have been there. Yeah. But I will say it comes down to an entitlement of fan base, right? Where you, you come into a postseason game, you think that, like, we're the best, and you are historically the best hitting team in the history of baseball. You know what I mean? You got a great stud pitching the game, and your first game that you see. Also, shout out to them ugly-ass, bitch-ass fans in Atlanta. You guys look like fucking shit anyway. Sitting out there with your little fucking polo shirts or whatever else you get on there. <laughs> look at a bunch of dickheads out there. Not chanting for shit. Yeah. It ain't loud. Half the them seats, tiki torch guys. Half oh, them seats behind home God. plate were all empty anyway. You're about all... those people in right field sitting there like they're in a college course. Yeah, fuck them too. We it's in a chop house or whatever. This yeah. ain't rush week. Also, the fact that your first fucking game was on Indigenous People's Day and your main chant is the fucking tomahawk and you got smoked. That was just pure. Creme de la creme irony right there. I love that shit. Yeah, they're despicable Fuck people, that. man. And then you throw trash on the field. Yeah. All because of a catcher's interference call, which was the right call. Yeah, yeah. it did hit the glove. You saw your very own catcher. Did not argue at all. Yeah, you knew didn't it. argue. You yeah. knew it. JT Romuto, who's also catcher, knew right away. Even your damn manager said, yeah, JT Romuto's the real deal. He wouldn't lie about a play. As soon as he went to first, I knew that that was the right call. And here you guys are throwing Coors Light cans on the field. First no, of all, make a little ultra. Nah, they're, they're, I seen on the broadcast it was yeah, Coors well, Lights. That's your first mistake. <laughs> first of all, drink a Miller Light. Shout out Miller Light. Let us get that endorsement. Come on, baby. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you but yeah. Here. And second of all, don't do that. You're gonna lose a game every now and again. Get a grip. Also, that's a waste of. See, as true Philadelphia fans, we know that if you're gonna throw a beer on the field. Throw an empty can because that's 15 bucks out your pocket. Finish it first, then throw the can on the field. They were throwing full ass beer cans on the field. Yeah, that field. was just, that was just yeah. the dumbest thing ever. You know what? Pathetic. Pathetic fan base, pathetic fucking city from a sports wise. You know what I mean? Yeah, your football team sucks. In Atlanta That's what anymore. I was going to say. That's yeah. all I'm saying. The cop, the, one, of my fr- one of my friends called it uh, White Flight Stadium. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's like pretty much what it is. It's yeah. a bullshit cop, fucking cop, sports city. The Cobb County Braves. It's such a fraud sports city from, honestly, up and down the fucking thing. What yeah, every sport, about? really, yeah. now that I think about it. Bitch ass. They had to move their hockey team to Winnipeg. Right. Damn. Which is a flex in itself for Canada. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that shit. You tried to expand, couldn't do it, had to get out of there. Fuck yeah. the Braves. Fuck Atlanta. For now. I like Atlanta, but your sports city and your sports fans... Yeah, you blew, you blew it against Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. The only yeah. Th- the only good thing we got from Georgia is Jordan Davis. Who else? Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, <laughs> all those guys. Uh, yeah, DeAndre uh, John, Swift. Well, he's a Philly boy. He went to college there, but he's from yeah. here. Still, we'll take a little. Nah, we'll take he, a little second he, double he dip. They don't get credit for him. We'll he's one of us. Dip, dude. We'll take a half dip. Nah. He's a he's a Philly boy. He's a, whatever. What is the school he went to here? Saint the, Joe's Prep. Saint Joe's Prep. Man, fuck the prep though. I will say, fuck the prep. Fuck that shit. Yeah, he's a Philly guy. But I guess that's a good segue. Er, do we want to talk about Sixers and Flyers real quick? Uh, I mean, there's not really too much to talk about the Flyers. Their season starts tomorrow. Season starts tomorrow. 
I won't even be watching. No one the game will be watching the game. Uh, be watching the game. Uh, like, hey, go for that. And they start for tomorrow. Them. All right, it's October. The team still it's exists. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of excited got, for this year. Uh, I'll definitely be well, watching what? a lot more than last year. <laughs> I mean, I barely watched them last year because it was just a directionless franchise. Can, but at least then, on. now they have like some young guys in there. They have like a plan. They have a new uh, Coots is back, man. Yeah, Coots is back. Um, yeah, I mean Carter Hart's back. Carter Hart's still in there. He hasn't been suspended for the year. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think they end up with the worst record in the league. There's some bad teams I was looking at. Yeah, there are some bad teams. I think they'll probably be about what they were last year. I think they could I think probably still get a top think, five pick. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I think they end up the fifth worst record. Yeah. So, I think it'll be trash this year, my whole Well, They're that's gonna it, be that bad, is, Getting the fifth pick is pretty trash. No, no, like trash, trash. Like maybe top three. Yeah, that'd be cool. They might. Take it. I would love yeah. it. And I'll Their still defense watch the is games. really bad. Like they don't really have anyone back there. I don't know, man. Well, they got a bunch of goalies, so... We'll Email Andre is supposed to be looking pretty good. I haven't really watched, but... Yeah, I think they have, like, some talent. It's just, like, um, you know... It's, like, like, the defensive players take a while to adjust to the NHL, like, unless they're just, like, stud, stud prospects, but I don't know. Yeah, all right. They'll well, be bad. Yes. They're going to be bad. They might be fun to watch. They'll get a good draft pick. It's about all there is, you know. I think Tyson Forster and Bobby Brink, I'll be excited to see them. Yeah, they'll be on the watch. They'll probably be on the next good Flyers team in like three years. But we don't need to spend too much time on them. Even the Sixers, we can keep it brief. Yeah, Harden is there. He's, he's back. Playing. He's playing. He's, he's posing for the photos, talking about the not, good vibes. I did not see the fat suit, though, so he looks Nah, man, not, he looks fat. I mean, like, he's clearly just terrible. like they... I mean, it's clear that he is under the impression that a deal is coming. Mm-hmm. And it's like he can't, you know, the smart thing for him to do is to play and, and demonstrate, you know, be on his best behavior so that they can get a deal done. I well, don't think that I don't think that this is like Harden being like, all right, I'm all in on the Sixers, let's oh, do this, no. baby. No, yeah, that's not, not that's not, not what this is at he's all. He's being but, a good soldier. But yeah. he's just yeah, which is like whatever. That's fine. I mean, but but no, but it's not also being a good soldier because if you were, then you'd be committed to season. So. Don't practice with the ones or all that. He's committed to the season, just not here. Yeah, but yeah, my I mean, he's going to play. I mean, like, he's going to play as well as he can. Just uh, you know, it doesn't like it. It doesn't like help him get get traded by doing the fat suit shit. Yeah, I think it hurts us more though that he came into camp or whatever they want to call it in shape because I feel like you can't practice with him, but you can't practice without him. So like. It's a tricky situation that way. Where like, if if I know that my top, my number two guy right now, Embiid's your number one guy, obviously. You got Harden coming in now, looking decently in shape, surprisingly, but doesn't want to commit to the team. So like, you practice games and you practice stuff, but you can't quite over like you know what I mean. Like it puts you in a tough position to be able to like actually work on the season ahead. Mm. For, for scheming plays, for drawing up things, for situational basketball. Like, yeah, sure, he might want to look good for the film and look good for being traded option and things like that. That's fine. But, like, as a as a new head coach for a new team, how do you deal with that? I don't know how you deal with that in a positive way. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. It kind of impedes their ability to to, to really run t- run the team and, like, run a culture after yeah. he leaves. That's, like, 
right. prepare for the team that they're actually going to have. Right, yeah. and I think for Embiid has to be furious right now because unless you're unless you're getting hardened on the mindset of hey, give me one more year, and he's planting the seed that way, you're doomed for a just a hard. I mean, Embiid might, have, might as well be gone at the end of this year. Mm. I don't know if I it's quite a tricky. See. It's a tricky. It's a tricky situation. I don't know if I quite see it that way. Um, like, let me see what I have written down here. So the Clippers, the initial offer that the Clippers gave in this trade for Harden, according to like Adrian Wojnarowski and Shams Sharani, who like know like these NBA insiders who get paid a lot of money to just be nosy as shit. But uh, the Clippers originally offered a first round pick, a first round pick swap, and expiring contracts, which is probably like Marcus Morris Sr., Norm Powell, and like some just like old veteran guys yeah. for Harden. And the Sixers said no. So the Sixers, I guess their rebuttal was, yeah, we want a lot more first-round picks. So the Clippers are trying to find a partner that will give them first-round picks for these, whatever they want to offer, to then come back to the Sixers and trade for Harden. So if Embiid's seeing that, he's still under contract for like three or four more years. If he sees that the Sixers are acquiring these first-round picks to, say, flip them for, I don't know, what star is going to be disgruntled and be available, I don't know if he gets that pissed off. This season, yeah, it's going to be kind of weird because it's going to be him and Maxi running the show like it was a couple years ago. But I don't think that's that the worst thing in the world. I think they're still a top three or four seed in the East. And three. Who, who's yeah, definitely I mean, Boston better? Milwaukee? Who else is there? Cleveland's kind of up there. The Knicks, maybe. Miami got pretty like screwed over this offseason. I don't think Miami's up there. So like they're still a top three seed, and I think Embiid sees that. And he even said himself, "Dude, if I'm on the team, we always have a chance to win." He's got to stay healthy in the playoffs first, but. Yeah, I mean, Giannis is injury-prone. Dame's old. Jalen Brown can't dribble. Kristaps Porzingis is injury-prone. So, like, do I think the Sixers are going to win? Hell no. But they kind of, Embiid kind of has to look at it as just, like, I'm the best player in the league, even though he isn't. But he has to assume that he is and say, okay, yeah, we have a chance. I don't know if he gets that disgruntled over this is my point. Yeah, I don't really buy like into the whole like Doomer, uh, you know, and Bede's going to ask for a trade this year or any of that stuff. Like every, everything that he said does not really seem to indicate that. I'm not, I don't know. It'll just be like kind of a weird year. But... I think it'll be kind of fun. Yeah, I'm. If, once I'm, Harden leaves, I'm, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to what Nick Nurse does with the team. Like I like we you know we've been through like 3 years of seeing like the very like sluggish boring doc rivers team and you got like, a, you got a doc I'm a, <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't know what Does he's talking about that can aggravate your hernia uh, yeah yeah that's true <laughs> might but uh yeah I don't even know what I don't even know what he'd be talking about at this point fucking uh I just you know it's a turn of events from beginning of the season on the podcast you guys were all you know what I mean could have been I get it, a tough playoff loss. I get this and that, but don't be acting like now. You're all like, yeah, top three, all this and that. I kept receipts. You guys were all out. All hey, man, no, no, we got no, 30, no. We got 30 I, episodes hey, to suggest I'm just, that I'm we just said saying, otherwise. Hey, 
I'm just saying you would call me out my saying bullshit for the birds, and I'm just saying I'm calling you out right now that, you know. I'm just cautiously optimistic here. That, well, that is a big step from what we had four or five months ago. That's all I'm saying, you know. I mean, I did think it was going to be a shit show, and it still very well could be. But The Harden all... shows up in shape, and now we're like, well, top three team in the well, East, not, you know what I mean? I don't all, think. Hey, that's, that's all, hey, here's what I'm going to hey, say. I don't, all... I don't think they're a top three, three team in the East because he plays. I think they trade him, but they're a top three team in the East because Embiid wins regular season games. I think it'll be fun. I don't think it comes out to Embiid this year. <laughs> I think it's more of like a they're just a scrappy. They're going to be a you scrappy. think it's the other guys? Yeah, I think that. I there's do a think Maxi looks good. Yeah, there's a reason why they brought in all these other cats in this team and they got a new head coach and like. I'm more intrigued. I'm over the whole Harden and Embiid, you know, romance. I want to see how Embiid and these other young guys with a new head coach kind of move on and see what they do. I think it could be exciting, you yeah. know. And that's yeah, but, what I'm intrigued by. I don't. I really have no faith at all in Harden oh, as yeah. a player, I, I whether think... whether he's with us or without. I think his only value to the team is trade value. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think he really. I don't is. think he produces anything for us, even if he stays here. I think he. And I'd of... rather be. I would rather be proven wrong. But that's where my headset is right now. Oh, I don't think he's. Uh, my honest opinion is he's gone by January. But like at the same time, I think for the time that he is here, it'll be all right. Like, yeah. but then I think what happens is once he leaves, you start to see Maxley really take that next step. You start to see Tobias for whatever he's worth, kind of do his thing for a little bit, and you kind of see it. Yeah, you kind of see like the b-ball pause. You see Nick Nurse's scheming yeah. and his coaching really kind of push this team to where they can be a three seed. Again, Uber A. I mean, you got, you got there's a lot of young, exciting talent on this team that could potentially blossom into something good or great, you know. But I think that having a fresh head coach, fresh team, that's what you got to look forward to. Potential picks coming in, potential other moves to make. You know, there's a big all season after this year of a lot of other hot all stars and perennial players. That's what that I think it is. Fold. Yeah. And I mean, what's it called for saying that all year? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. I think ultimately, I'm kind of excited to see what Nick Nurse does. I think he's a much better coach than Doc Rivers, even if he won my first pick. And that alone should give us some some excitement. I'm also just kind of excited to see NBA basketball. Yeah, definitely. So should we talk a little bit about the those birds? Yeah. Got yeah, how about it? Here. Just uh, a little bit. Great win. Um, they looked great. I mean, um, probably the – I mean, there's still some, some most problems, some win. issues. But uh, um, most complete, yeah, the defense looked great. I think this is the best that Jalen Hurts has looked all year. His um, running, like the the run game from him that's been missing all year, we finally saw it. Like he was, you know, getting like extra yards, running the ball, you know, get you know these plays where he's running the ball. You think like, oh, he's gonna get like tackled here and just gets like, you know, five more yards or whatever. Um, we finally started seeing some of that, some of that uh, dynamic play from him. Um, Dallas Goddard got into the game. He has a huge game. AJ Brown has another big game. Um, yeah. And like, you know, so far this year, like Matthew Stafford has been pretty good. The Rams have been like surprisingly yeah. pretty good and they 
came out and while like the wasn't like a huge hugely lopsided score, but I would say they did really dominate them, like especially in the second half. Yeah, I mean the Rams had like two hundred fifty yards of total offense. We had well over four hundred. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of the Rams' offense was in that first half. I don't think they got over midfield in the second half. 85 yards in the second half. Yeah, they, yards. they were really shut them down. Total yards the offense, second half, 85. Which is another testament to, uh, you know, Desai being able to adjust, mm-hmm. getting, like, the fact that he, they, they were able to put up a much better defensive performance in the, in the second half, which is something that you do not see from Gannon. Oh, God, no. Gannon would have, got, would have gotten torched for, like, 400 yeah. yards in this game. Yeah. Definitely. Because I was, like, the exact thing. It was, like, you know, obviously Stafford's, like, getting older or whatever, but he's still, like, you know, a very competent quarterback. Still pretty good. What I think, too, that, like, I was nervous for the fact that uh, it was Cooper Cup's first game back, too, and he was fully, He was shredding you know, us the first they, half. Yeah, you know, first first quarter, really. First drive. I mean, it was Goddard versus Cooper Cup. That's what it came down to. I mean, we, yeah. we like, we like Goddard. Goddard was his first breakout game. He had damn near 50 yards in the first drive and a touchdown. And then their first drive was, okay, well, here's Cooper Cup then. Like, all right, what's our next move? Next drive, Goddard again was killing it and did a great job and all that. But I think that, uh, you know, first half, interesting for the birds defensively and offensively for sure. But at the same time, this team thrives off of ugly play. And I think that, you know, Hurst has been saying it week over week of like, we're trying to find our identity yet. Like, we don't know what we are. Like, do we want to run the ball a lot? Do we want to pass the ball a lot? And we have, you know, the run game slipped in the last week or so. But back to back games, Jalen Hurst with 300 plus passing yards, two touchdowns, you know, a random pick in the corner of the end zone, but essentially might as well be a punt. Like, it's no it big deal. It was also, again, a hell of a play yeah. by the corner. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I think that Hurts is really. I have not been worried about Hurts at all this year. It's been the longest season they've ever had as a team based off of Super Bowl and then off-season's quick. You know, everything's kind of showing up really fast. Um, NFC is a tough division or tough conference. You know, you got San Fran on the other coast, 5-0 and as well. But I think that the defense was the biggest thing for me in terms of a, okay, we're here now. Because I feel like every other game has been, you let... Uh, Mac Jones, Mac Jones oh, throws three hundred plus yeah. yards. You let fucking Howell throw three hundred plus yards. You know, but Stafford to keep him under three hundred and to show up and actually shut a team down in the second half is huge. Under ninety yards in the yeah. second half. Yeah. So what I think happened was uh, two things: is they adjusted their coverages. Um, we saw a lot of what Eli Ricks, which. I love Eli Ricks. My man was playing his ass off in the preseason, right? But yeah, we saw a lot of Eli Ricks and uh, Mario Goodrich on Cooper Cup in this slot. Yeah. Which, like, I, I love an Eli Ricks jury still out on Mario Goodrich, but they can't be covering the second, third best receiver in the league with these guys. Yeah. yeah. So no. in the second half, we saw Bradley Roby, who we signed right after we recorded last week's yeah. episode. This is a veteran cornerback, used to play in nickel, won a Super Bowl with the Saints. They used him a lot more in the second half. Oh, the other shit we've seen in the first half, I remember saying this when we were watching the game, 
We saw linebackers on Cooper Cup in the yeah. first half. Oh, yeah. What the hell is that? That's like asking me to go stick Devontae Smith. Get the hell out of here mm-hmm. with that, dude. So, yeah, I think the defense adjusted. Like, Desai realized, yeah, this is a Gannon game plan. I'm going to get shredded in Philly for this. I got to adjust. So, we put Roby in the game. He had uh, Reed Blankenship on Cup at times. He's, he held his ground. And, uh... Yeah, we were able to contain Cup, able to contain Puka, and then that pass rush. Jalen Carter. <laughs> Come on now, baby. I might as well just give you the ball of whiskey right yeah. now. Shit. He's so got four and a half right now? Three Man, and a half? you keep adding to it. He's got four. Three. Ah, uh, three and a half? I think it's three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Pff, we're in there, baby. It's, it's game over. But even aside from him, Brandon Graham had a couple of nice pass rushes. Yeah, he looked pretty good. Yeah. Josh Sweat. Hassan Reddick had those two sacks to end the game. Yeah. Hassan Reddick's back, man. He's already tired. You're sitting here beefing about fingers. My man had a bum thumb. He's killing it. All I'm saying, though, is that he didn't bitch about it all fucking the first three weeks. He came out there and showed up the next week. Bang, got two sacks. That's true, yeah. We didn't put him down the fucking play for Temple again. He was in there playing the game, doing his thing. He said, yeah, now that I got that cast off, I'm a free man. Look at that. Bang, two sacks in a row. He... I respect that. He owned up to that. He was like, yeah, I'm, I can't play to my best ability because I got the fucking bum thumb. Meanwhile, pff, come on. Don't even bring up his fucking bitch-ass name. He's out of this team. Get out of here with that yeah, shit. He's not you kidding me? <laughs> come on now, Derek Hall. Get the fuck out of here. No. Did he, not think we were going to have a Derek Hall uh He said a couple shout-outs on this pod, dude. Yeah, but not for me. <laughs> not never. I don't know if I'd call them shout-outs. We've mentioned him. Derek Hall. <laughs> yeah. Done. Honestly, yeah. Have thumb, one of those both, th- both thumbs. Gone. But, yeah, I think the defense... St- only thing I will say that I'm a little worried about the defense is that Darius Slay... Him and Bradbury are looking a Derrick little old. I think little he's bit, about yeah. to lose that nickname, Big Pay Slay, because he has been looking well, this game ass. was This game was funny because it was like they finally decided that they wanted to... Get Bradbury back outside, and then Puka and then, burned him on that touchdown. Well, yeah, well that, and uh, it was well, also it was like the one game where you would want him in the slot would be <laughs> you're facing the Rams and you have like Cooper Cobb, you know. Yeah, it was like maybe wait one more game to. I wouldn't say switch it that, up and put him yeah, back I don't know if Puka I wouldn't him. say that Bradbury got burned. I think that yeah, he's got to he, turn his head around on that. Sure, play, though. as a person sitting on standing upside on the streets of South Philly drinking a beer. Yeah, yeah. Turn around, get the pick. But like, I think that well, that was just a great that was just a great offensive play. I think. No, I mean, I mean honestly, Stafford puts those balls in. Like, you know, it is what it is. They had that good. They they got us on that. I would have liked to have seen him at least turn his head around and like swat, try to swat it. But Maybe, but it was whatever. close enough. I mean, the fact that it, he it was, was an impressive throw. I'll it was not a that. flag, so he was on him like flies on shit. You know, yeah. If he turned around, it would be a perfect defensive play. But I think that it was is what it is. I think. The biggest standout from that game was the defensive front, and PFF ranked the best offensive lines again. Does dude, Aaron off- Donald still play football? Our offensive line was balling, dude. Did you yeah. see Aaron Donald at oh, all? Pet had a good game. Yeah, shout out Sewer, man. <laughs> you kidding Sue, me? Every time I looked up, Sewer was playing his ass off. He was helping with the silent count. He was blocking Aaron Donald solo. Yep. A lot of times he had some help from Kelsey or Lane. Lane a lot. I think, shout yeah. out Lane again. I, I, I think we have, honestly, 
two and a half Hall of Famers play right now. I think Jason Kelsey, first bout, Lane Johnson, Hall of Famer. I also think that eventually Jordan Malata will be a Hall of Famer because I think that just his whole story, not playing football at all until he came to the NFL. I think the personality helps with him too. Yeah. I think that his ability too is doing that He was on the mass Singer. His, no, but his, his ability of, to be able to block guys and create space and push guys ahead he the guys are phenomenal you couldn't find eight other left tackles in the league right now to do what he does Nah, nah. to be a seventh the way that he does it a seventh round pick that only started playing football like a couple years before he got drafted to be as good as he is it's pretty prolific lane johnson was also pushing Yo, you saw the one play. He shoved Aaron Donald across the side of the yeah. field. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron Donald goes to run a stunt towards Lane. One arm. Lane just grabs him, just moves him across yeah. the entire line of scrimmage. I was like, damn. One arm. It's also like Yeah, that this, was wild, yo. This offensive line is historic again. And that's why like people bring up the whole fucking like brotherly shove and all this shit. I was just going to say, one of my favorite parts yeah. of this game was the, at the end of the they second half. They were just half, spamming it. At the end of the second half, when it was just like, fuck you, we're doing it. We're scoring, <laughs> yeah. we're scoring six at the end of this fucking half. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, they just, spammed it the whole game. I, that's they all they talk more, about. They used it more in that game than I think they have all season. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of short plays. Yeah. But yeah, that was great. I mean, I, I just like the fact that like the more the more people, the more like national media talks about it and gets mad about it, just the more we do it. It's like... Yeah, I don't know. So you guys are threatening to take this away. I guess we're gonna get all of its all of its worth this year. Yeah, you know. Honestly, fuck that guy. What's his name? Wright, Kyle Wright. What's there's his name? a bunch of people. There's, there's a lot of people bitching about it. So many. Fucking the... Al Michaels was bitching about it on Thursday Night Football. The fuck his bitch ass too. Al Michaels like, is easy. Okay, retired dickhead. Get I, some I'm, fucking I'm, get some I'm, new yeah, dentures. Yeah, get I'm, out of I'm here. very anti Al Mike. Like I think Al he... Michaels always sucking on fucking. What's it called? Fuck Al Michaels. I'm not going to lie. I love your voice and all that shit, but have you fun know. jerking off fucking Chris Collinsworth the whole time. <laughs> Fuck oh, this shit. God. Chris Fuck Collinsworth, that whole booth. Yeah. He is the best. The worst. But, um, Get out of here He's the with best. I said the worst. I'm glad you corrected. <laughs> you course corrected on that one. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that shit, Al but Michaels. But yeah, dude, it's driving me crazy. People complain about it. It's just like... I feel like the whole re- is uh, the, the people just started calling it like the tush push and their bloody so whatever. It's like it used to just be called the QB sneak, and it was a thing that Tom Brady did for twenty years, and right. no one gave a shit. So like, what's gonna happen is when they ban it, is the Eagles will just be good at the regular quarterback sneak because they have a great offense line and the quarterback. Yeah, the thing is like the whole like the pounds. two people behind him like pushing like that doesn't really matter that He's much. He's usually halfway across the line. Of, it like, doesn't matter. Line the game, they can take those guys away. It doesn't pushed. matter. If yeah. you watch the actual play, nine times out of ten, they push the other guys near Hurts, not him. They don't ever yeah. have, they don't have to – it's not our fault that no other quarterback in the NFL can squat 600 pounds. Yeah, he, and like no quarterback has more a, lower body strength than no. Hurts. You have Landon Dickerson to your right. You got Kelsey, Hall of Fame center, to your center. You got Jalen Hurts as an absolute unit. With a fucking monster cock, yeah. probably. Just run the ball He's up, probably. Yeah, That's for you, damn can't, sure. you can't help that shit. Yeah. Well, like, speaking of, like, his lower... Like, I, there was, like, one... Sp- I'm not... <laughs> no, I can't. Trevor, Trevor's about speaking. to start talking about how he wishes he had Jalen Hurts' lower body. He's, he wouldn't have a hernia. He, if that oh, was yeah. I, I would take that in a second. <laughs> he started sweating. He's like, speaking of his lower... I mean, speaking of... <laughs> you know, the... 
Every sp- speaking of everything from the waist down on Jalen Hurts, and I mean everything. No, I, but like there was one of one of the runs he had. He got like <laughs> like Damn, that. He got, like that. He, got, wow. he got like clocked like like from the side and was able to stay on his feet. And it's like no one else would be able to Dude, do that. Dude, he had a couple no. runs. Like he had a couple. Like yeah, his Who ability to guy, like stay upright. The guy with that the name hit. Yeast, yeast infection. Russ hit yeast. With, yeah, hit it with the fucking legs. He said, "Miss with that yeast infection, I'm getting that first down." And he did that yeah. shit. Yeah, that hurts. Was awesome. He in got that, game. that fucking tree trunk thighs. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I think the tush push <laughs> meme. They just need to run it ten times every, or maybe not. Nick 10. Wright. That's it. They need to run it five game. to seven times every game. Just I would to love make to see that. Like point. if there was some, if there was a game where um, it was like a bl- you know a blowout, we're up by like tw- you know twenty points with. Three minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and we're just trying to like run out the clock or whatever. I would love to just see them like just start doing push, it from push first, the whole time. From first and ten. <laughs> just, <laughs> just see if they can you just know, get sometimes a, they'll pick up see like if they four can, or five yards. Yeah, on just, it. just, just they see, did that last game. See yeah. if they can get a first down doing nothing but that from first. And 10. <laughs> you know what? Fuck just it. get two and a half yards each time. Put fucking what's it called, Mariota's bitch ass in there. Let's see what happens. He won't yeah, get that shit. when we tried to run it with Minshew last year, right? Yeah, he went. He lost two yards. Yeah. My it's... point though is that teams have been trying this all year. With the only it, for the since we, I guess, they hate us because they ain't us. Yeah. When you're ranked the best O line two years in a row, you got a, a quarterback that can squat hundred pounds. Teams have been trying it all year. The Giants lost two fucking O linemen last year, like or last two weeks week. ago. Yeah, it's not our fault that you got a bitch ass roster. We're okay. And if you stop that play, we'll just either run the ball with with Swift, or we'll throw it to Goddard or AJ yeah, Brown. The, like the, we're, yeah, we're gonna score no matter what. The other thing that drives <laughs> me crazy about it is that it's like, look, it's like it's a it's a four it's a a one yard play. Right. Every team has a bunch of things that they do to get one yard right. on a play like that and it's like we just happen to have one play that we like a lot so we do it all the time right a bunch of other teams have like maybe three or four different plays that they're going to run through the, yeah. to get one yard like if you're a, an nfl team should not have that much trouble picking up one yard right when they need and to like you know it shouldn't be that hard for a defense to scheme against yeah, like, like they're making Washington a scene. Washington did a really good job against that shit. The, Washington stopped it twice. Well, they cheated the one. They had they, they well, had the ref on their my side. My point the though is that like they did. Do it is a stoppable play. Yeah, though. like that's the yeah. thing. Like if you know, like if you can kind of time the snap and you can kind of get your whole defensive front running towards the play at the same time, you have a good chance of stopping it. You just have to make sure that they use their leverage to get under Hurts, right? And then just push them back. But lots of yeah, what I see a lot of teams doing, they they just like jump over. Yeah. They're trying to like jump over, no, and, like you hit know, him up like, high. And it's like the that's strategy not gonna work, dude. of this play is that we're gonna sneak and go under and just yeah. push him. So like you need to try to get lower than us, but for whatever reason, the, I can sit here and like dissect it and figure it's it out. Also, the Trevor's point that like yeah, like you need one yard. Nothing makes me more mad than like when you need one yard, and before this was like, the biggest deal in the NFL when, like, a quarterback will line up in, like, the shotgun position and then running back will say to the right, I'm like, well, we're already five yards behind. Like, we got to go five <laughs> yeah. to get one. Like, what are we – why are we doing this? Like, you have – like you said, we've we found the golden egg. Yeah. And we also have the best team that's built for this shit. Even Sianni said that shit. He's like, we have – listen, like, other teams have tried it. They can't do it. They tried it against us, and we don't have, like, you know – 
we have a really good defensive front, but if it's that, you know, perfect, we shouldn't be able to block it every time either. But right. we can because we have Jordan Davis and Fletcher Cox and Brendan Graham and Jalen yeah, The defenses Carter, aren't doing enough, you know? in my opinion. Yeah, it is what it is. Fucking figure it out. Hit the gym. Yeah. But, you know, I guess the other thing I'll say, too, is I'm excited to see the Eagles run, like, some fakes and counters off of this. You've, we kind of saw in the yeah. Tampa Bay game yeah. where Hurts tried to roll out. We saw a couple times last year where they would have, like, everyone line up for the formation, then have the running back drop back and start to roll out, then Hurts would pitch it to him. Yeah. I'm excited for us to do some counters off of it. Yeah. Because then it's just going to make the play that much more unstoppable when we do actually decide to sneak it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think that this week, the Trevor's point also is that, like, the fact that you saw Hurts being able to run the ball 75 yards this week, so more formidable and letting him have more uh, set runs, you'll see more now, like, a couple different misdirections, you know, now that the that defenses have to be aware for that shit, but yeah. pumped. Great game, great all-around win. Uh, we got the Jets coming up. Yeah, how we feel? What are our scores, fellas? Oof, I haven't thought about the score, but, like, I mean, fuck. All right. Well, they just had one of their. Well, let's die. Their, right. One of their better offensive linemen go down too. But, and and a chain went down too. Well, he's not well, a next jet. week. Huh? Oh, my bad. He's on the, you're, the you're, I'm thinking ahead. Yeah, ahead of yourself. Right, my bad. Yo, what I'll say about the Jets, man. Zach Wilson's looked better. And he's got Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson's a, a stud, man. That's a good receiver. Yeah, Garrett Wilson's great. He's really good. And they have a great Brees defense. Hall, Brees Hall's a beast. I don't think this is going to be that easy of a game. I don't know. I still think that like their offensive line is just switch cheese. I just yeah. don't think. I think that this uh, is, I think that we're going to have I think that that Paul Wilson's going to be, gonna be ready running for his life all game. Hawaii, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You guys, I don't know, man. Uh, you kidding me? I'll make a bet. I will make another bet right now off that bet. <laughs> what do you got? I, all right. Well, the bet right now is if Carter gets five sacks. I get a bottle of whiskey. If he doesn't get five sacks in the year, I buy you a bottle of whiskey. He's already at, what, three and a half? By the time I come back to Philly, yes, I think he'll have the five sacks. So I think that I would like an extra, I don't know, A, the bottle of whiskey, and B, we'll do two shots. We'll do two shots on the podcast. Okay, I was going to say a pack of edibles, but if you want to do two shots on the pod, okay. We'll just do two shots and start the next pod when I first come back. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I mean, that could very well happen, but I don't know. I, I am kind of scared for this game. The Jets have been playing well. That defense is pretty good. Defense is good. I ain't worried about it. Quinn and Williams, although we did just get some good practice against Aaron Donald. Is he Aaron Donald? No. He's he's still pretty damn good. He's a different type of rusher. Is he Jamar? Is he? Come on now. Is he, what's hey. he called from? No. Uh, I think this is going to be a close game. I don't know what the weather looks like. The weather's supposed to be kind of shitty this weekend. I'm more worried about CJ Moose. I'm more about their linebacker no, core. No, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah I don't think we're going to see Goddard the QB. is going to be a lot. He better... We're not going to see the QB run game. Mm-mm. Uh, What do you call it? Snack? Gardner? Snack? Sauce? Snack? Snack Gardner? Dave, he's a snack. Oh, Damn, man. what the fuck? Snack, the, your, the snack man. Yeah. That your, bananas your is hitting. Your intrusive thoughts took not, over. He's, that banana is hitting he's the got, sauce. He's got the cookies and the crackers yeah. and I the juicy sauce, fruits. Said, what's that? Dip starter? I yeah. think sauces are <laughs> passing. Snack Gardner. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call yeah. him from now on. Hell yeah. He's a <laughs> whole snack. Yeah. Yo, I think, uh, what's up with that? <laughs> we got buffalo chicken dip. We got dip Carter. We got... 
Yeah, they're all, yeah, hold up. Yeah. I think Sauce Gardner is getting hungry. He's Sauce. getting hungry. <laughs> Yo, I'm about to go. He said, "It's a filet mignon, Gardner." What? <laughs> what is, what's, what's his name? Is fucking a uh, buffalo chicken dip Gardner? I believe. Mm, yeah, so, yeah, yeah I'm about to go get a taquito from Seven Eleven. We can oh, just yeah. call him Tack Gardner for taquito. <laughs> but now I think he's going to go our passing game in a little trouble. Their defense is good. Yeah, I think we win. Like, don't get the twisted. If Aaron Rodgers was playing, I think when we previewed the season, I said if Aaron Rodgers was playing. You had it as a loss. I had it as a loss. Yeah. But Zach Wilson, I ain't scared of him. I think we win, but I don't think it's a high-scoring game for us. I think we win, but the Jets cover lines minus 6.5. We win 23-17. I think we win 34-17. Damn. Okay. I think this is our full. Weather is supposed to be kind of bad. I think. I think it's okay. our full. I think it's our full team breakout game. I think that for the last five weeks we kept hearing about the offense put up points, but the defense gave up some other whatever. Like I think this is the first time where the defense and the offense come together. And they're like, let's just fucking make a statement here. Tired of hearing about San Fran. Tired of hearing about Dallas. Tired of hearing about KC. All these other bullshit ass fucking teams. The Jets could have been a contender if Rodgers was around. Fuck that shit, too. The Jets have always been the Jets. They're fucking ass for a reason. You know what I mean? We're the defending NFC champs. It's time to fucking put your big boy pants on and fucking shit on a team that's supposed to be ass. So 34-17? Okay. Call on it right now. Uh, I'm going 24-14. Okay. So I'm the only one that has the Jets covering. I don't know, man. I think we blow them out. There. Uh, honestly, I think that the I, Rams' yeah, O-line they'll... was surprising. I think that Stafford's, uh, what's it called? Just being a vet could get the ball out quick. And once... Oh, do, Zach Wilson's. Once, he's good. We're no, gonna he's like a deer in the headlights. It, once I think Brees Hall's going to probably get off for a long run. Big time. He's a beast, dude. I sure, think that's that's where they get seven of those seventeen. I think Brees Hall will for sure be the only factor. I don't think that uh, Garrett Wilson will have a major play at all, to be honest with you, because I think that this defensive front is going to be like, here's our day that we get five sacks, eight sacks. Like Zach Wilson's a fucking bitch. That yeah, guy Zach, sucks. Zach Wilson's extremely he's a ass, dude. Good he's got Lord. no tight end help. Yeah, he's got one receiver. He's going to run for his life. Right. I, think, I think one of those, I think seven of their points is going to be a garbage time yeah. point. Certainly Garbage possible. time touchdown. Who's more of a bitch? Spencer Strider or Zach Wilson? Uh, yeah, Probably a, a Zach Wilson because he called out his own team. He Strider did. was a bitch because he said that I don't like having fans at the stadium. Zach Wilson said, it's not my fault. If the defense played better, we could have won the game. And I think that got... That's a See, man, saying you don't want fans at the game is more of a bitch move to me. Not call, It's not... No pitcher ever says, if we scored but more runs, who we calls the game. Out, who says, I don't like having fans cheering for me? That's a different kind of bitch-ass move, but I think that calling... Especially in football... Say, as a terrible quarterback, he's not like a that's good quarterback fair, saying fair. that we lost the game because my defense did whatever. Like that, come on now. As a Trevor, you got to break the tie here. Um, wait, what, what was the question again? Who's more of a damn? Bitch? Are you even paying attention? Jeez. Who's more yeah, of a bitch, Christ. Spencer Strider or, or Zach, Zach Wilson? Wilson? Um, it's probably got to be Zach Wilson. Why? Because his mom's hot. <laughs> I don't know. Just I mean, it's like Spencer Strider. For I mean, uh, say what you will, but he's at least like a he's a he's their fucking ace. 
He's a very good pitcher. Um, With a dumbass mustache. Yeah, but like Zach Wilson is like, I don't know, man. He talks. Sh- it's just so not like, like there's just nothing to there's him. No weight behind like, it. Like, there's no. Uh, and you called out your own team. Your own team had a mutiny against you. They were like, "Yeah, give me fucking uh, Matt White, whatever the fucking guy's he's, name he's was." He's still a QB though. Well, they weren't crying like To was. That's my quarterback. Ain't nobody doing that shit for it Zach is, Wilson. It is weird that they've kept him. Even though I, I mean, that's on the, that's better. on the front office. That's not his. That's I don't not think him. that that's not him like proving himself as a quarterback. That's just the front office being content with like, okay, we're not going to win this year, so we're not going to waste, uh, you know, our assets on acquiring like we're not going to trade for like Kirk Cousins or whatever, the, so that I we can lose in the wild card round the, or whatever. I think that's what eventually happens. Maybe. I mean, yeah, the Vikings aren't going anywhere. How funny would it be somewhere. if the Vikings, uh, if the Jets trade Dalvin Cook for Kirk Cousins? <laughs> that, would, that would be fucking hysterical. That would roll. They're like, all right, yeah, we're could, not far from some you, shit like you that. You could happening. take it back, and we'll take fucking. You know, the guy that was like, "Yeah, my receivers like to catch footballs when they eat KFC." It's like, what? Why would you do that? I would. I would say I would love to uh, see season two of quarterback, where it's Kirk Cousins. Uh, you know, just navigating like New York City, like taking the New York subway. Oh, could like, you imagine just, him, dude? <laughs> just, like, yeah, they pooped just, like, on my favorite hoodie. Just, just, just Kirk Cousins passing by some like crackhead, like pissing on the. <laughs> Just like just just pissing on the L train or whatever the fuck while wearing just, a, an adult diaper, you're like, what the fuck is going on over here? Yeah, just uh, yeah. Kirk goes, oh golly, <laughs> oh gee, Whitakers. Oh gee, can can I call an ambulance for you, sir? No, he he would pray for them. He'd be like, I'm just gonna pray for this guy over here. He'll sit down and start saying the Lord's prayer. Yeah, well, well, some guys, well, like, well, some guys like threatening to stab yeah. him or whatever. He'd be like, "Why well, talk?" Yeah, that to my... would be hilarious, dude. He he would not live in New York City. He'd live no. in New Jersey. Oh yeah, somewhere. no, he'd be like a fucking Aaron Rodgers ass, fucking in Montclair, Montclair. New Jersey. Yo, Montclair's all right though. Yeah. I like a Montclair. Yeah, it's fine. Fucking it, yeah, see, like Aaron Rodgers. He's like, he, dude. He's like on the the Pat McAfee show like every week. Just, oh yeah, like, he's just chilling. What a loser. What a loser. I'm sorry, man. Like, Yo, how did Pat Mac? Well, we can save this for another Yeah, this day. is like a whole other discussion, but it's like... How did a punter who was kind of ass have his own show and he's like this celebrity? I don't know. I guess he's good at what he does. I never watch it. Philly but, like, put him on the fucking mat. Damn. If I have a kid, him out. I'm going to raise him to be a punter. And he's going to have his own show and be famous. Yeah, every yeah. time I like see like Aaron Rodgers, like he's like calling into this show every week. And it's like, dude, like... This is a 39-year-old man worth millions of dollars who has no family. This man this is, is a wild. fucking loser. Yeah, he did just kind of disown himself. This man is a fucking family. loser. Like, like Loser or lone wolf, though? He got that lo- he's loser. Got that, he's, got that Joe, he's got that Joe Rogan, like, weird lone wolf. Well, that, yeah. Male yeah loser. Loser. That Joe Rogan. Yeah, no, that's, that's, what I'm saying. that's what I'm saying. Like, he's got, like, a he's weird, just like, a weir- uh, just a just fucking weird weirdo. Energy. Total weirdo. Uh yeah not not a yeah not just like just yeah just like a, a guy like going through like some kind of weird he's a football midlife guy, crisis. Although I will say Marshawn let's fuck with the guy. If you watch uh what's it called um Shannon Sharp's like new pot like new it's like a video kind of thing. Yeah, his like bar lounge. Oh yeah, I saw that. I think I yeah, saw. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch is like yeah, fuck with the guy, but he's a weird he's a weird fucking dude. He's a football guy. Most football guys are weird, dude. 
But he ain't been that good at football either. I mean, MVPs for sure, but like, if we're being real with it though, what have you done? Mm. Well, Don't get me started. What have you done? Nothing. You won one ring. You had home we're field not, advantage in the snow against San Fran. This, we'll be here all day if we had this conversation. Because I think, skill-wise, he's way better than Tom Brady. I used to love Rodgers, and then he got weird well, real he, fast. He is weird. But, I mean, all Tom Brady did was stand in the pocket. Like, Rodgers could do a lot of shit on the run, has a much stronger arm, was way better like at manipulating a defense pre-snap, like... I think Rodgers, the reason why Rodgers only has one Super Bowl is because Mike McCarthy yeah, he's been having his career extremely with Mike McCarthy. ass. Yes, yes. You can't even argue against that. He we, had, a, but he had a championship game too without without McCarthy at home yeah, when against he's like San Fran. Yeah, when he's like MVP though. Nah, nah. He was MVP. It, it's not an apples to apples comparison. Don't, nah, don't, don't, don't even, don't yeah, even, don't I, I, even, don't even try. say this for another episode. One of these days, because uh, Dak Prescott's with Mike McCarthy now, so maybe, maybe like 10 years from now, uh, uh, you know, Dak Prescott's going to be calling into, uh, you know, Tucker Carlson's show, talking about, <laughs> talking about how the, whatever the new disease is, is, is uh, fake and... Um, then you can't put that, 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 that same shit. boat, though, when you talk shit on Tom Brady being the system and then you want to blame the system for Aaron Rodgers' downfall. That's, that ain't right. That ain't... You can't... You No, time out. You can't say that Brady won because of a system at the same time. I'm not time. saying he won just because of the system. Nah, but you, you brought up Belichick and the system name and that with the Patriots. You can't call that out for that and then say Rodgers' downfall because he had McCarthy when... If, if Rodgers is show me a great any time Tom Brady did set half of the shit Aaron Rodgers did, I don't think that's even defensible to be honest with you because Brady has honest, Tom Brady has no athlete. He would just Avery, stand we all saw eighty for Brady. I'm just saying we know what Tom Brady. I guess he can produce a movie now. Okay. <laughs> He's got seven rings. Oh, he well, left he... a team. He won a ring with the other team, like without and Bill Belichick hasn't done. Sh- you can't. I don't Meh. Think, I think this Mike is a, McCarthy held Rogers back significantly. I think we're going to table this for another. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah we're going along here. Yeah, uh, I think that will just about do it for us here tonight. Well, fuck Atlanta. Yeah, fuck Atlanta. Fuck the Jets. Uh, the go Jet Birds. Thing. Go Phils. Yes. Oh yeah, go Phils, and all the other stuff. But uh, please leave us a five star rating and review wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, fucking, uh, yeah, I think that's it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Not yet. Not yet. I gained too much weight. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's still still in the works, yeah. After, after the playoffs are done, we all get back on, after. You recover from hernia surgery. the playoffs are done, you're, we're all done drinking every day, and, uh, I uh, recover from hernia, we'll all get back on track, start doing that cardio, and then, you can follow us on, on all the games. (laughs) But, uh, till then, everybody, from all of us here at the Citywide, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Peace. See ya.